Hello, friends, and welcome back to the EC Daily Devotional Podcast. I'm Pastor Aaron Case, and I'm looking forward to our time together today as we look at Exodus chapters 7 through 9. And we see in chapter 7 that Moses gets Aaron as a mouthpiece because he complains about how he can't speak and all the things he couldn't do. And God finally said, all right, I'll give you Aaron to go with you. He speaks well. What's interesting to see is both these men, Scripture tells us, are 83. And with all that they go through after this and how many ways the Lord uses them, it's pretty amazing um, their age when all of this happened. Um, But God says, listen, I'm going to harden Pharaoh's heart, um, but ultimately I will be glorified and I'll get my people out of here. And he said, first of all, go take your staff, Aaron, and throw it down and it will turn into a serpent. And he does. And Pharaoh's magicians do the exact same thing, but Aaron's Aaron's serpent eats theirs, right? Uh, Foreshadowing the overwhelming power of the one true God, Yahweh, the King of Israel, right? The God of Israel, the Most High. And he says, through Moses, let my people go. And of course, Pharaoh could care less. And so the Nile was turned to blood and all the fish died. And you can imagine how terribly this stunk and how just disgusting this was. I mean, they couldn't go to the Nile. And what we want to remember here, church, and we want to think about is this is a study that would be profitable for you outside of our daily devotion, but is to just look at all of how the plagues, I guess, God used to take down Egyptian gods, to bring them to their knees and to show their weakness and the fact that he was the one true God. Um, But one thing that was interesting here on this first plague is it showed that the magicians, they went and they did the same thing, which shouldn't surprise us, right? Because Satan has a counterfeit for everything that God does. So many times we misinterpret this. I've heard people say this, you know, I was in church and I felt this high in worship and I just didn't think it could be matched. But then I was at a concert with my favorite band, and I felt the same thing, just as powerful. And I think, why would you be surprised? And also, why are your feelings the judge? One is giving worship to the one true king. It's not just what you receive from it. Would we be surprised that we'd feel a high or a buzz from a, from a concert, from our favorite band, hearing them sing? No. But what we must understand is there is one form of worship that honors Christ, right? And we can do it in all things. And we shouldn't be surprised that Satan has counterfeits. But of course, they didn't care. The people even had to dig down around to find water. Why? Uh, Because their Nile God was brought to its knees and not usable. And so, of course, uh, God relented, even though in his mercy he did, even though Pharaoh could care less. And so the next next uh, plague that came up was frogs. Let my people go. Of course, he refuses. And there was frogs everywhere. Frogs everywhere. How gross would that be, right? Pharaoh finally pleads with Moses. And Moses said, okay, tomorrow they'll go away. And so the frogs all died and they gathered them and put them into heaps because, of course, Pharaoh wouldn't listen. The third plague came which is where I would try to probably leave the land if I was an Egyptian, right? The third plague came, and it was gnats. Gnats. They covered the land like dust, the Bible says. 
And finally, the Egyptians said, listen, this is the finger of God. We can't do this. Could you imagine like in the summertime where just a few of those stupid things are flying? This, there is no greater proof of the fall of man, right? And the curse of sin on the earth than gnats. Those things are the worst. Do you, you know how terrible that is? Imagine being like dust for a, any sort of amount of time would have been a nightmare. And Pharaoh, of course, couldn't care less. So the next fly that, or next fly that comes, the next plague that comes is flies. Moses says, let my people go. He says, no. But God says this through Moses. Listen, in the land of Goshen, the land of Goshen, there won't be any flies. I want you to know this. I want you to notice that. I want you to see that. And why does that matter, church? Why does that matter, friends? When we remember back in Genesis when Joseph welcomed Jacob and all the tribes of Israel to the land, where did they settle? Right? The land of Goshen. So he's talking about the Jews, the Israelites. And so Pharaoh said, okay, go and sacrifice to your God within the land. And Moses says, no. Our sacrifices and offerings are an abomination to the Egyptians. And so Moses prayed for the flies to go away, but Pharaoh could care less. He changed his mind again. And so the fifth plague came and where the, all the livestock would die. Let my people go. No, wouldn't listen. Horses, donkeys, camels, flocks. But yet not one of Israel's flocks, none of their livestock, none of their donkeys, none of their horses, none of their camels, none of them was harmed. But still, Pharaoh didn't care. So the sixth plague came. Boils, sores broke out. And it was so bad that the magicians, they couldn't even stand before Moses, the Bible says. But, but still, right? Pharaoh does not care. He does not listen. So the seventh plague comes. Hailstones. Let my people go. <laughs> and God says this with this one. He said, listen, dude, I could take you out at any time. But you need to know that you've been raised up. You're in the position you're in just so I could be glorified through you and what I'm about to do to you. And so every beast, every man as well that was in the field, that did not go to shelter, was killed. And yet, still, the heart of Pharaoh was hardened. You know, what I think about on this, and I, and I think about this often, the evangelical movement of today and the way so many times that we reason with people. So many times today, we just think we got to change their mind. We just got to give them evidence and we got to talk to them. How many Christians still today, even after reading this, even after knowing this for their entire life, many of us, how many of us would still go to Pharaoh and try to reason with him? What did Pharaoh need? Pharaoh needs the same thing that you and I do today and every day, church, and that's to have our hearts changed, to be born again. That's what we all need as wretched sinners. And how does that come? my sheep hear my really good argument? No. They hear my voice. And that's what it means to be born again, is to be able to hear the voice of God. And this is all coming to pass how? By the faithful proclamation of the gospel. Church, may we love the gospel, may we thank God for the gospel, and may we take the gospel to the nations today and at all times. God bless you, church. Let's go be faithful to our Lord. God bless you.